Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. A game night, the Edmonton Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks tonight at Rogers Place. That's a 7 o'clock puck drop. With myself and Cam Moon, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, the Oilers Radio Network, um, Jack Louie. And we'll have the call tonight along with Gene Principe on the NHL Hockey and Rogers uh, broadcast. I will be joining Joaquin Gage tonight uh, during the intermissions. Without further ado, we're going to hook up with our Oilers Now headliner for Will Hawk Beef Jerky. Just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We welcome back to the show Edmonton sporting icon. And we apologize. We couldn't squeeze him in last week uh, because... Uh, it was the day in which the Oilers made the coaching change, and the week before that, uh, we got Florida general manager Bills. Was it? I'm trying to think of who was on. Anyways, <laughs> we uh, we had the G. I think we had George on. Well, we did have George on the week before because he was he was he almost got a hat trick in the alumni game between the Oilers and the uh, Montreal Canadiens. We welcome back to the show one of your favorites, George Larocque. Hi, George. How are you? Awesome, Bob. How's everything on your side? Good. It was great seeing you a couple of weeks ago. You uh, you put on quite a show. You guys had a good time out there at Sakers Acres? Yes, and also I, I need to reiterate and, and explain to tell people the reason why I didn't get the hat trick, Bob, is when I was sitting with the Montreal jersey on, I had the empty netter. There's no way that I'm going to score in an empty netter so the others have no chance of coming back. <laughs> <laughs> because remember, after I missed it, they, they told the goalie they scored two goals with the goalie out, with Scrivens out, and then Tisani won in a shootout. So if I scored in, a, in the empty netter, we don't win the Winter Classic. I never wanted to be traded back to Montreal in a third period. So there's no way. So I missed the open net. And we didn't, like, they didn't just trade you. They also traded uh, Shane Corson. So now they, they yeah. did get Sean Bell, who can still skate pretty good, George. Yeah, yeah, he can, even though he looks like the Pillsbury man, but he could still skate. <laughs> George. <laughs> but it's true. I'm, why? It's not true? You said it, not me. Blind? I'm not going to say. I'm blind? not going to say that about Belsey. Uh, you know, I'm the last guy that could be commenting on another guy's weight. You know what I'm saying, George? 
yeah, but but yeah, but you guys are twins. Let's take it. You guys are twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like Devito and Schwarzenegger were. Louis and me. And that's the joke, eh? Whenever they, they they have the two of us together, it looks like twins. That's awesome. All right, that's so you had a good time with it, but it hasn't. It's been an interesting time. Uh, you're in radio uh, every day in Montreal, and the Canadians fired uh, their their head coach Dominic Ducharme. They bring in Martin Saint Louis, who had, had no coaching experience at, at all. Meanwhile, Edmonton, you know, makes a move with Dave Tippett and move out Dave Tippett and Jim Playfair, and they graduate up from their minor league team, Jay Woodcroft and and Dave Manson. And Dave Manson, George, 12 years in the WHL as an assistant, four in the American League. Jay Woodcroft, uh, a video coach in Detroit with Babcock and Todd McClellan, seven years as an assistant slash associate in San Jose, three years as an associate coach in Edmonton, and then the last four in the minors uh, in the uh, American Hockey League. Very different approaches in terms of what the respective uh, managers did. Let's start with Montreal. How surprised were you that Martin St. Louis ended up becoming the uh, head coach of the team? Man, Montreal is a disaster. Montreal is a disaster. Uh, nobody thought the season was going to be this bad. Actually, uh, when they hired Deschamps last year, a lot of people, including me, um, and a lot of other media, didn't agree with it because he, he didn't have any experience. And, uh, you know, Deschamps, if you, even if you look at stats last year, in regular season, he only won the third of his regular season game. And in the playoff, he got saved because of Carey Price. Carey Price lose against, you know, they lose against Toronto the first round. Ducharme is not back, you know, and, and Bergeron is not back too. So at that time, he was saved by his goalie. But he's a great guy, but he was never a guy that was able to get the best out of the players, like to get the emotion out. So you look at the, the team now that, you know, like, you know, you get Kent used to come in, an agent for negotiation. We know Gorton is going to make all the hockey decisions. Nobody expected Martin Sandley to be the, the coach. And no experience again. We criticized the team because they hired Deshaun that didn't have enough experience as a head coach. Now you're getting a guy that was, he was actually coaching his son, his peewee team. That's what he was doing. He was coaching his son before getting the job with the Canadian as a head coach. So the thing, though, with this hiring is that, first of all, every time you get a new coach, there's always... It always boosts the team a bit. Somebody new comes in, yeah. it's a clean slate for the players, so everybody plays harder. But Sandwich has no pressure because now they're going to get rid of, rid of all the veterans. They're going to be a young team. They, they're rebuilding, so nobody expects the team to win. So at least he's not in the position that people are going to be like, well, he's not making the team win. So, you know, he has time now with those kids. So we'll see what he could do. Let's give him a chance because, you know, like – you know, maybe he could surprise us, and and with his with his experience in the NHL, uh, he could teach those young kids uh, that will be coming up, those young drafted, how to be professional, how to be good players, and eventually uh, build a strong core. But uh, you know, people is going to be patient with him now that they know that the team is in full reconstruction. George LaRock joining us, Montreal-based media personality, Edmonton Oiler, Montreal Canadian, former heavyweight champion in the National Hockey League. George, Edmonton went a different route. Uh, now, they've had three straight experienced coaches in a row, right? Uh, Todd McClellan, good coach. Most people would say that. Ken Hitchcock, at the end of his coaching career, uh, was brought in for half a season. Dave Tippett, three years. Dave Tippett had a 591 winning percentage in Edmonton. The Oilers made the move. Uh, Jay Woodcroft comes in. 
We just gave you his track record and Dave Manson's record. These guys have worked with all of the players before. Do you think this is a different sort of uh, course of action that Ken Holland went than maybe what the Canadians did? You know, uh, look at Todd McClellan now and how he's, what he's doing with the Kings. Look at the job that he's doing. Is anybody think that he's a bad coach? No. But in Edmonton, he wasn't working. Look what Tippett did with the Coyotes. And now he's in Edmonton. And now we're seeing as a bad coach. We're changing the coach. No, no one, no one's saying Tippa was a bad coach. That they made the, the problem. But, but the problem in Edmonton is that if we don't fix the real problem, what I'm, when I, what I wanted to get there is that if you don't fix the right problem, the carousel of the coaches is going to keep happening because there's one thing that coach cannot do, and it's to stop Pox. We've talked about it for so many years. This problem is still not solved. I'm hearing cap issues and this and all these things. This is the GM-like job to find a way to fix this goaltending problem. And unfortunately, until they do so, it doesn't matter if you bring back Scotty Bowman back in his prime to coach this team, they're not going to win without goaltending. And right now, they might have good enough goaltending to squeeze in into the playoff. But look at Calgary right now. Edmonton is way better than Calgary, but they have Markstrom. That's the difference. And that's what makes me so mad when I'm looking at this, because when crunch time comes, when these games come, those must-win games that you need, when playoff time comes, that's when your goal is going to make the difference. And there's one thing that we do know in Edmonton is Mike Smith, as great of a guy as he is, as impressive as it is that at his age he's such in great shape. And Kuskinen, like the gift from Charlie or whatever you want to call it. The one thing they've proved and they're not like big time goalies that you're going to go for, that you're going to win with. And Edmonton has the two best centers in like in the world, in the NHL, everywhere. But every time a bad goal goes in, doesn't matter how good you are. doesn't matter the character oh, that you have. Find- it, deflates, it deflates a team. It deflates a team when there's a bad goal that goes in. It, takes the energy out of the guys. And over the years, Bob, to get used to, 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 to bad goals happening in and out again, the players are like, here we go again. Here we go again. Hmm. And that changes everything. Think about how offensive Donald Nurse and other D would be if they would trust the goalie. We're not having to rely on blocking shots all the time because they know if they don't block it, it's going in. Mentally, it plays a toll on you. And that's why when I'm looking at all this, I hope that we don't wait too long, too long before we find a goalie for this team to give them a chance to win because Connor and Leon are on their prime right now, just like, like Patrick Kane and Jonathan Faze were, and we have to find a way to address this problem so then the others could not just easily make the playoff every, every year, but they could be a contender for the Stanley Cup playoff because it will be the biggest waste in the history of the NHL if Connor, before he retires, does not win a cup, at least one cup in Edmonton beside the great one. All right. So here's the deal, George. Uh, I'm, I repeatedly mentioned uh, save percentage with coaches being fired this year. Uh, five of the coaches that have been removed. 
uh, of seven coaching changes because we're not going to include Florida, John Quinn, uh, Joel Quenville. That was a different situation. Winnipeg, same That's thing. Right. They got a good goalie in Winnipeg. Uh, Paul Maurice just decided enough was enough. The other five coaching changes, uh, the Canadians were at 885 save percentage. Uh, Chicago was at 883 because Fleury got off to a, a tough start to the season. The Oilers were at 897. Uh, Vancouver was at 900. There's a trend here. Everybody was below a 901 save percentage. So I mentioned save percentage. And 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 that they hadn't gotten the the, the stops and Koskinen was good before the All Star break four four zero and one nine twenty then he got COVID Smith just hasn't been healthy and there was some pushback and I will tell you there's different perspectives like Mark Spector uh, said you know McDavid Drysaddle a nurse and I was like well they haven't exactly gotten the stops here. And he's like, no, those guys got – I mean, you can say everybody needs to be better. I don't know about you, George, but I kind of think that David Dreisaitl and Nurse are kind of the least of Edmonton's problems. But I'd like to get your perspective on that. Yeah, well, you know, like, again, those guys, they're, you're going to win with them and you're going to lose with them. And, and the way that I look at the game and how they're playing and stuff, they give their all every game. Like, I see Connor play all the time. And the thing that people have to understand is that that guy is a phenom. And he is so good that everybody expects him to have two points a game. Uh, actually, do you guys understand that every time, every game plan a team has, those guys, those two guys, they're circled, and there's guys on them all the time. And their goal is like every, every team plan is simple. Shut down, make David Dry you're going to win the game. So team actually are not making it easier on them. So uh, it is normal that some games it'll be more difficult and they might not produce a point because they're the guys that people, they want to shut down. So that's when the secondary scoring has to step up because, you know, these guys are mighty players. But the way I'm looking at them right now, they're the top two scorers in the NHL right now, despite the fact that they're well in check all the time, nothing to say against them. And, you know, with all the, and I watched pretty much all the others' games, and I have nothing, and I would say it if I did, I have nothing negative to say about Connor's game, McDavid's game, or Donald Nurse's game. They give their best every game that they can. And obviously, in the 82 season, they're always up and down in energy levels. Sometimes they have more energy in one game than not. But these guys are as consistent as they could be because if they were not, this team wouldn't be in the position that they are right now. So, you know, people that want to put criticism on them and stuff, I don't agree with them and stuff. And you know, with it, with, you know, I'm always speak the truth and tell you always the way things they are. I don't know them personally. I'm not friends with them, so I'm not saying that because I'm friends with them or I get anything from it. I look at all the games and I see guys that are giving their all, just like Doug Waite when Doug Waite was a captain and he gave his all every game with skills and and grit and everything he did. Did we lose George? Yeah, it looks like we lost him here. I'll oh, he was going good, too. All right. Well, that is uh, George LaRock. I, I think uh, we appreciate George joining us on the oh, show. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. Oh, I'm we're back. back. All right. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Doug so, Wade. So anyway, I just finished. My phone cut out, but I said, Doug Wade, the way he played with all his skills, he always gives his all. And I see Connor and Leon do the same thing. They play with all their skills, and they don't take shifts off. And, uh, you know, Edmonton and the team, is the players, I'm pretty sure, are so happy to have such leader. Uh, you know, to every year, like, lead the way, and then they follow through. 
one final one for you. Did, did you watch uh, Team Canada beat the Americans last night of in course, women's hockey? Of course I did. Of course I did. How awesome was know, that? Go for it, George. You know, you, you know, you know what I'm going to say regarding that is, you know, when you look at clutch player in the world, you talk about Michael Jordan, maybe Serena Williams. You talk about guys, LeBron James guys that won championship and guys that were there when it counted. Marie-Philippe Poulain's name is up there. And the reason why I say that is when you look at someone like her four Olympics, seven gold in four Olympics, golden goals, like someone that is there, like when it counts the most, it is impressive. You know, it's a clutch player, like four game seven, because four, four Olympic gold final, that's what that is. So wow for Marie-Philippe Poulain to lead her team like this. And wow also to Sarah Nurse. 18 points to beat the record of Ellie Wickenizer, most points in the tournament, a goal and assist that game. She's going to be the new leader of that team. It is amazing, um, you know, scoring coming from everywhere, contribution from everywhere. Why to Philip Poulain, female GOAT, and while to the team beating the States. Um, man, that, that's amazing, and I was so proud of, uh, of their victory. And, you know, we all hope that in women's hockey that other countries will step up so there's more competitiveness than just two countries. But still, it is impressive to see women's hockey. Every year you see how much better it is, yep. how much faster it is, how skilled that it is. And we're privileged to see Canada winning again against the States. George, love the energy. Thanks for your time, my man. Anytime, brother. That is George LaRock joining us. 150 at Edmonton. When we come back, we'll get to this day in Oilers history and a couple quick texts. You're listening to Oilers now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Not only do we have two veteran goaltenders, but I think Mike Smith uh, over the last couple games uh, that I've seen him play uh, has been a real factor in us securing the four points in the games that he played in. So that's number one. Miko uh, is returning from COVID protocol, as everyone knows. Uh, and I, I believe he was 4-0-1 uh, before he, he went into that COVID protocol. So for me, um, you know, those those two players or those two goaltenders give us a real good chance to win. For Stuart Skinner, he gave an unbelievable account of himself in that San Jose game. Uh, but he's a young man and he has to play games. And uh, so he's in a good spot there at Bakersfield to make sure he's getting the reps that he needs and the starts that he needs. And uh, the best thing is he is got a lot of equity with not only the coaching staff and our organization but also the players in this dressing room as well. All right, that is uh, Jay Woodcroft talking about the Oilers goaltending situation. George LaRock uh, said you know, they can't win with these goalies. George says, uh, George uh, I'm a big fan of yours, but Mike Smith showed up every game in the playoffs last year versus the Jets. It was a lack of offensive depth support that cost Smith and the team a chance to win that series. Edmonton lost three games in overtime. Connor Hellebuck had a 950 save percentage. That is a statistical anomaly that occasionally does occur in series. Case in point, uh, Carey Price, 941. The final three games against the Maple Leafs as the Canadians rallied from 3-1 down. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at 
Royal Pizza is a Mediterranean chicken. Brennan Escott's a fan of the Texan. We go to Listian Oilers history for new ass travel. If you're looking for a great Oilers road trip, fly nonstop with Nashville uh, with Flair Airlines. Uh, nonstop to Nashville with Flair Airlines to watch the Oilers and the Preds. It's an April trip, just $1,750. On this date back in 1988, what happened? Wayne Gretzky registers two helpers in a 4-4 Oilers tie against the Maple Leafs. It ties Gordie Howe's record of 1,049 career assists. Gretzky finished his 20-year NHL career with 1,963 helpers, more than any other player has points. Uh, it was a Saturday night, and I was working at Red Robin. So I'm going to tell you. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Looking for a great Oilers road trip? Fly nonstop with Flair Airlines to see the Oilers play uh, for just $1,750. Reach out to New West Travel at newwesttravel.com. I remember. I drove after uh, the shift to go watch that game get played. All right. Oilers and the Ducks tonight from Rogers Place. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, uh, Cam Moon, myself, Jack Michaels, all part of the Oilers radio network. Face-off show 530. Puck drop at 7 p.m. I'll be flying to Winnipeg tomorrow with the Oilers. Brendan Escott will be your host. Uh, he will have Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Mid-City Construction Management and Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with guest host Ted Henley. I will rejoin you today at 5.35. So long until then. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.